It's time to be unapologetically you. Welcome to the Spitfire Podcast with your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, a certified life and business coach out of Washington, D.C. If you want to go from feeling burnt out to fired up, this is the spot for you. We're talking about the real issues, the real topics that are affecting you at home, in business, in every relationship that you're having. If you have a question, a concern, a criticism, whatever it is, hit us up at spitfirepodcast.com and make sure that you're subscribed on Spotify or iTunes. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Spitfire Podcast. I am your host, Lauren Lemonian, the Spitfire Coach. I'm an executive coach, sometimes life coach, sometimes rapper, sometimes... Uh, I don't even know. I play whatever role is necessary. Uh, I'm based out of Washington, D.C., and I'm coming to you to kind of peel back the layers of all things business, all things work, the moments of hesitation, resistance, and blocks that are preventing people from being successful. These episodes are meant to be bite-sized, so whether you're in a commute, whether you're on a walk or taking a break, you can pop me in your ear, whether you've got headphones, uh, or you can listen to me quietly at your desk, or when you get home, to get charged up and inspired and to give you real-life tools to apply in your everyday life. And here's the beautiful thing. These tools that I'm giving you are not just for in the workplace or in your business, but you can apply these in life. These are universal principles that you can apply in relationships with your friends, your family, uh, that person around the corner that's bugging you. All of those things that you're like, Ugh, the energy drains, those drops throughout your day. These are tools that you can apply right here, right now to start getting you fired up. Because guess what? You got one life to live. You've got one impact to make. Actually, you got many opportunities for impact, but you are here to do something powerful. Why would you allow that power to be diminished? You have choice. That's what this is about. Today, we are talking about toxic workplaces, what to do about it, how to know when you're in it, uh, if it's time to go, if you can stick it out. Uh, I think you know where I'm going to go on this, Uh, but we're going to talk about toxic workplaces because our previous episode was about workplace stress, and I alluded to environment as one of those sources of stress. So what happens when you are in a stressful environment, a toxic environment? So there's a bunch of definitions around uh, about what a toxic workplace is, Um, and usually it's, I'm going to be real simple you feel it. You know when it doesn't feel good. You know when you are just resisting and dreading going into the office. As soon as you wake up, you're like, oh, here we go again. Um, There are plenty of definitions out there, but it's the atmosphere, the people, or any combination that create a disruption in the rest of your life. So that's you taking home the baggage with you. That's you driving home with it, taking it on the metro, taking it on the train, walking home with it, and it it's attaching to every aspect of your life. You have that kind of pit in your stomach feeling, that nagging feeling of like, ah, oh, here it comes. So this may be you know, a combination of your boss, your coworkers, your clients, the customers you're working with, the people who are calling you. It's the environment. So there are plenty of jobs that are high stress. Like I have a friend who's an EMT. Actually, he's he's a 911 operator. That is a high stress atmosphere. And I bet if he didn't have really amazing and fun coworkers, it would make that so much more challenging and he probably wouldn't be there very long. So when you have stress as the function, you almost have to feel like you're in the trenches with your coworkers or with your boss. So there has to be some sort of trade-off. Now, if you are hit 
in multiple areas of your job. So if your coworkers are a pain, your boss is a pain, um, but your clients are awesome, which is actually the situation I was in. I loved my clients. They were like the reprieve to the nonsense I had to deal with uh, that was around me. And that's how I was able to stay in that job for 11 years because I absolutely loved the work I was doing and I love my clients. But over time, the toxicity of the management structure and of the infighting that existed was just too much to bear. And I work with several clients right now who are experiencing very similar things. They know that the environment is not a good fit. Um, They kind of have some things that are okay, but it's not enough to make it worth it. And this is usually what happens. So uh, in my book, Spitting Fire, there is a stay-go model. So in the stay-go model, there is the uh, stay, hope, and, and, and cope, which means that you kind of cross your fingers and really hold tight and hope that things are going to get better over time. And and sometimes if there's a leadership change or you know that, that really nasty coworker who shared a wall with you leaves, uh, things may improve. But if this is a toxic environment that over time, uh, it's not just one person, but that mode has infiltrated every aspect, uh, it may be a temporary break or adjustment. But more often than not, in a week or two, it'll slide back to what it was. So stay hoping cope is that first, like crossing your fingers, hoping things are going to get better. The next part of the stay is you change. So you may be the one with the stank attitude. You may be the one that has a pessimistic, uh, yucking on the yum of life. Um, You may be inserting your own negativity. So if you acknowledge that and you change your perspective and you really try to put your best foot forward in contributing to a positive vibe in the in the office, if the environment is prime for that, then you will see magnificent change. But if the environment, if those same factors are toxic, it's like having a bubbling swamp. And you may be like that that pH dropper, you know, like when you're in a pool and, and the uh, lifeguards go and change the chemicals. You are too small of a change to to impact the entire environment. So you may feel better and you're like, yeah, I got this. And this is the exact same process that I went through. Um, first I was like, it's gonna get better, yay. And then I went through coaching and I was like, I'm so positive, I'm gonna make everyone else positive. And it lasted for like a week or two. And I was literally told when I proposed a topic about finding your happy in the workplace, that it was too progressive for the company. Could you imagine happiness being too progressive? But that was the reality. This company was like, listen, we're here for dollars and cents. We don't care about your happiness. And uh, I'm not going to tell you the company name. You can probably check it out on my LinkedIn to figure out who it was. And if my coworkers are listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This was a toxic environment that chewed people up and spit them out like they were worthless. Um, And I felt that. And once I got myself right, I was like, this is not where I want to be. And so what typically happens is when you realize that people go into the first stage of go, which is get the hell out of Dodge. Your middle fingers are in the air. You're like, I am done. But what ends up happening is whatever was within you that allowed you to tolerate that situation as long as you did, you're taking to your next situation. And there may have been something about you that prolonged or or even exacerbated the experience. So you may have been stirring the pot. But if you just flee out of there, you're not cleaning up your baggage. You're not unpacking your role. You're just pointing out and saying, this is all your fault. So 
this is never a one-way street. And I think that's the biggest issue that people have is it's really easy to say my boss is horrible, my coworkers are horrible, my company is horrible, but you chose them. You selected this place. And taking the accountability and owning your piece in that is big adult stuff. The childish thing to do is say, you guys suck. Uh, I'm so much better than you. I'm moving on. And what ends up happening in that, because I've been I've been the person that did this, uh, you take all of your crap with you and you set it up on your desk. Like you don't clean anything out. You're putting all of your nonsense and drama on your desk by your nameplate and people can sense it immediately. So get the hell out of Dodge is you getting out of there uh, with like whatever you got on your back and but all your baggage uh, that no one can see uh, in the baggage, but it's all around you. You're wearing it like a ton of bricks. The last part of go is to go with a plan. So that's you, you know, taking time to understand, okay, what worked with me? What didn't work for me? What do I want in my next experience? And who do I want to be? It's allowing you to to see yourself from a very objective view, that 30,000 foot view of this is what happened and this is who I am. Uh, so we've kind of danced around like how do I figure out if the environment is toxic and how do I know if it's me? And that's going to become really clear in those first two steps of the stay uh, process, of the stay go process. If you go, you're never going to know what your role was unless you've taken the time to process it. So first start with, you know, is it me? What is within me to change? And if I change, how could it impact things? Uh, Is it a lack of boundaries? Is it me not saying no? Is it me uh, participating in gossip at the water cooler? Is it me not engaging people and closing off? So if you're noticing those are things that are happening, then you have control over that. And here's the key thing, you actually have control over everything. But if it's in the environment, you can look at that as how does this impact me? So I've done the work on on myself, but it still doesn't feel good. So you can start taking note of these are the aspects that don't work for me. So you're actually starting to qualify yourself for that fourth step of the go. Um, And if these are deal breakers, then you need to know. And actually, this this is related back to the universal principles, um, your operating principles and your universal rules. So the more clarity you have around what are your must-haves and your deal breakers, you can make a better plan on when it's time to go. Because anyone who says, I just got to stick it out, I'm going to tell you, the amount of damage you're going to do to yourself, your confidence, your self-esteem, and, and what you're going to have to do to clean it up, it's not worth it. I stayed somewhere for 11 years. 11 years, my entire formative 20s. Like I was I was like 30, God, like 32 when I left. And that's huge. I, I felt like I had gone through a war zone and I've never been to war. I'm not trying to, um, you know, be comparing it to that at all. I have no idea what that's like. But I felt amounts of grief of like, like I had been through something and I didn't know who I was on the other side because I had been taking it for so long. I'd been tolerating things that were basically attacking who I was. And I was saying, it's okay to do that. Um, you know, if you, it it was an abusive relationship, I'm going to call it out. It was an abusive relationship and that's what toxic environments are. Whether it's a romantic relationship, a family relationship, a friendship, working relationships can be abusive. And the sooner that you can identify it, the sooner you can get help. And I highly recommend working with a coach or working with a therapist on this because 
these are really embedded things about our intelligence, our creativity, our ability to do anything. And if someone's giving you hints, clues, or just being upright and obnoxious about how awful you are because they feel awful, you don't want to take that with you because it's not true. It's it's their stuff. And that's the thing is like when you are in a toxic environment, you can have people in the trenches, but they're they're saying it's okay to abuse them too. Like it's not okay. None of this is okay. And I think that's if you can walk away with anything it's not okay for anyone to treat you in a way that makes you feel less than. I don't care how good the money is, the amount that you are paying out in your self-worth is not worth it. So I hope that you start believing that you are worth more than that. I was happy walking away with no clients because I would rather choose my happiness than, than a guaranteed paycheck in a toxic environment. And that's the choice that you have to make. I'm not telling you to quit your job tomorrow, but I'm saying make the choice for you. Make the choice for your happiness and your well-being because stress is a killer. It can, it can imp- impact you tomorrow. It can impact you in two years or 20 years, but it's not good for you. And this whole idea of I just have to grit my teeth and pay my dues is bullshit. It's, it is part of a bigger system to get you to comply, to have people make money off of you and exploit you. And the sooner that you can understand where this is coming from, the sooner you have choice, the sooner you can see this as a game. Because as long as you are playing by their rules, you have given them your power. It is time for you to own your game piece in this game of life. You know, whether you're the car monopoly or the sorry piece, whatever it is, own it and start playing because you know the rules. You know what they're after. So what are you after? What is your end game? What do you need to advance yourself? And this doesn't mean that everyone has to go and work for themselves because, you know, the grass is not always greener, but you get to decide the environment you want to live in. And guess what? These companies that are abusive are, are fading out. They are not going to make it in this next wave of AI and innovation and creativity. The new wave of employees are not tolerating this. So you don't have to either. And I feel like I'm on my soapbox, but damn it, I'm going to do it because I don't want anyone to have to feel the way I felt, the way that my clients have felt. It's abuse. Let's call it out. Stop making it okay for people to walk on you. And if HR doesn't give you what you need, then you need to hire a lawyer. Okay. If you're being abused, if you're being sexually harassed, it is not okay. This is not about sucking it up for a paycheck. Own your worth and make decisions that are for you. If you need to get out, go with a plan. Talk to a friend, talk to a coach, talk to a therapist. There are so many resources out there. You do not need to do this alone. It's the same thing if you need to get out of an abusive romantic relationship. If you need to get out of an abusive work relationship, please reach out. We are a community here supporting each other. If you want to reach out to me, I would love to talk to you because no one deserves to be miserable. Uh, my email is Lauren at Spitfire Coach, and I'm like, yes, let's all freaking get happy in the work that we do. No one needs to be miserable. And if you see your friend and they're struggling, send them this podcast, get in their ear, because um, they need someone to rally behind them. And don't fall into the bitch mode. Don't fall into the the gossip train and, oh my God, be there as a, as a form of support for them so that when they're ready to go, you are there as an ally and you're there to help them make the move. Okay. Woo. This was, this was like high energy, good stuff, but feel free to listen to uh, previous podcasts that I mentioned the one on your 
universal rules and operating principles, uh, the piece on workplace stress. I'm doing a survey on workplace stress. I want to know so that I can inform people. I need data. So go to spitfirecoach.com slash workplace. It'll take you two minutes. Uh, pass it along to your coworkers. Pass it along to your friends. I need lots of responses because we need more data. Um, and if you're not subscribed to the podcast yet, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or SpitfirePodcast.com. There's a subscribe link and you can check out all of our, God, we're up to 77 episodes now. So if you have ideas, let me know, subscribe, listen, and for all the Spitfires out there, keep being awesome.